It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're listening to the Locked On Broncos podcast, hosted by Cody Rourke and Cameron Parker of Predominantly Orange, your daily Broncos podcast. It is Thursday, so that means there is NFL action today on the NFL Network, Amazon Prime, as well as Fox. If you don't get any of those other two, it is an AFC West divisional matchup today. Obviously, very excited to talk about all the week 15 NFL games. Chargers and Chiefs play tonight. We're going to give our picks a little bit later on here in tonight's show. But we're back for another episode of Locked On Broncos. Obviously, we had our crossover show with Jeff Lloyd, host of Locked On Browns yesterday. We hope you really enjoyed that because it was a fun interview to kind of record and talk Broncos, Browns football. Jeff's an awesome guy. Him and I relate on a lot of different things, uh, football perspective and as well as just some of the things we've been through in life. So Jeff Lloyd, very awesome guy. If you're a Broncos fan, tell you what, give Jeff a follow. Jeff's a really good dude to talk NFL with, regardless if he is a Browns fan or not. So uh, we got to get into today's episode of the show, which is brought to you by DraftKings and Action Heat Clothing as well. So I'm your host, Cody Rourke, NFL analyst covering the National Football League and the Denver Broncos. You can follow me on Twitter at Cody Rourke NFL. And I am Cameron Parker. You guys can follow me down there on the Twitter wire or Twitter universe or it's not quite the Marvel universe, but I guess it's as robust. But you guys can follow me on the Twitter wire at Cameron Parker P.O. So on today's episode of Locked On Broncos, we're going to dive into segment number one. We're going to take a look at the state of the AFC West. Obviously a huge divisional matchup here tonight with the Chiefs and the Chargers. Big, big matchup for these two teams coming into this game. We're going to obviously analyze that. But also, what, what's up with the Raiders? What's going on with the Broncos? Where's everything going with the AFC West? We're going to take a little bit of a deep dive into the entire division and maybe even a look ahead to, to what we can expect maybe over the years with them because there's some news going on there as well. Segment it's two and three. It will be our NFL picks for week 15. Obviously, it's a lot of games, and we're going to break down all the action. We're going to pick a couple of the key games to talk a little bit more in-depth about as well. So, you know, Cam, let's waste no time getting into it right here. Let's talk about the state of the AFC West between the Broncos, the Chargers, the Chiefs, and the Raiders. Now, obviously, the key matchup tonight, you have the Chargers on the road at Kansas City taking on Patrick Mahomes. These are two of the hottest teams right now in the National Football League. Phillip Rivers playing pretty good football. They had a huge win against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now they get to go on the road against the Kansas City Chiefs. Another tough road test for this Chargers team who, you know, a couple weeks ago the Broncos had success against. When I look at this matchup with the Chiefs, I, I don't know if there's a lot of room for Phillip Rivers or even the Chargers to make some of those mistakes that got them down 23-7 against the Steelers. I don't think they can do that against this Chiefs team. Yeah, and I, I think ultimately there are legitimate arguments to be thrown, despite the the, the huge loss of Kareem Hunt. And we'll, we'll see 
how big of a loss that is down the road with uh, with, with come playoff time. But I, I think that there are legitimate arguments to be thrown around that the Los Angeles Chargers and the Kansas City Chiefs are the two best teams in the AFC. You know, with 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 Pittsburgh sort of reeling right now, and and obviously with uh, with with the Patriots' recent loss to Miami, obviously, you know, you, you can't hold a, a a fluky play, should I say, or or just a a, a Stanford Cardinal and California, you know, a miracle, I should say, at the end of the game against them, but it still counts as a loss on the record. So I, I think there are legitimate arguments to be thrown that they are the two best teams in the AFC, and it's it's really easy to see why you have probably right now you have at least next to Drew Brees you have one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League who is in his rookie season theoretically and he's also competing for an MVP and to see the kind of stuff that he's been doing on a week in week out basis and it's already week 15 it's pretty impressive to see what Patrick Mahomes is doing um and, and just to see that he's making everybody around them better that's been one of the most impressive aspects about Patrick Mahomes. And then as far as Philip Rivers, you know, he's he's the ageless wonder. I mean, he he is probably the one quarterback of the 2000s generation, maybe even of all time, where he has done more with less than anybody you know, th- that he's had on his roster. I mean, you think back to a few years ago when he didn't have very many weapons on the on the NFL roster, but he made them better. He developed Tyrell Williams when Tyrell Williams before or before Tyrell Williams became a legitimate threat. So I think that if you are looking at this particular game, I, I you could go either way. You could go either way. And I think I I think for for this particular game, I, it's just really hard to even go even to a little bit of a the Kansas City Chiefs for that matter. I'm kind of stalling a little bit, but I think Chargers are obviously the better defensive team. And if they really want to make a statement that they're the best team in the AFC, they obviously have the best defense. So it's just – and as far as Thursday night games go, you're not going to get a better matchup and a better divisional matchup like this one on Thursday night. Chiefs have a high-scoring offense. Chargers do have a better defense than the Chiefs do. You know, you look at the Chiefs, they're 6-0 at home. The Chargers have a 5-1 and you know, road record. This is going to be a very good matchup as well. But let's take a look at the Broncos and the Raiders this game. You know, so you have the Chiefs at 11-2, Chargers at 10-3. Broncos sitting there at 6-7. and And if they win the next three games, they can finish 9-7. and So you could have a team possibly finish just in unison, uh, you know, with, with a lot of uh, top wins, you know, positive wins. The only team that's not going to finish above. 500 this year, or even close to 500, is the Raiders sitting at three and ten? But they're coming off of a kind of a big win against the Pittsburgh Steelers. We, we've kind of talked about it in the past, but the Steelers always have trouble going on the road in Oakland and and playing. But really, when I look at the state of the Raiders, they're making some moves that you know a lot of people at the beginning of the year were like, ah, I don't know what they're doing. The only move I can really legitimately say I have no idea what they're doing. Why the hell would they do that? Is the two moves with Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper? You know, it's just that you know Amari Cooper was not flourishing in that. City system with John Gruden, Khalil Mack, I mean, hadn't even had a chance to play in that system, and he's going on, you know, they, they got rid of him for basically a bag of peanuts. I just don't understand those moves here, but other than that, the Raiders are trying to build for the future, and, you know, a 10-year, $100 million contract, you have an opportunity to maybe get a little bit of time, but 
you know, they're kind of renovating the old house here. You know, they're kind of tearing down some walls and, and trying to build up some new things here. But, you know, we'll see in a couple years. We'll see next year. We'll see in maybe two or three years from now. Was John Gruden crazy or was he a genius? So that's going to be something we're going to be looking at as well. So that's kind of the state of the AFC West, where everybody's at. Chiefs at top of the division, Raiders at the bottom, Chargers, Broncos in the middle. And, and at this point, too, with three games left in the regular season, the Chargers are not going to drop in, in the standings at any point in time here. The Broncos have a chance if they win out to finish 9-7. and seven. You got to hope they can do that. Worst case scenario, they finish 500 at 8-8. Eight and eight. But you, you do have a tough matchup. Browns this weekend, you have on the road at the Raiders Christmas Eve, and then you finish off with the Chargers, who might be in a little bit of a bye week uh, themselves. Maybe resting some guys, you get Chris Harris Jr. back back. You know, you just don't know at this point in time with that. But before we get into our next segment here, NFL shows, obviously uh, Chiefs Chargers matchup. We're going to do our NFL picks coming up. But before we jump into that, I got to tell you guys about our sponsor of tonight's show. And that is our good friends over there at Action Heat Clothing. They are the best battery heated clothing on the market with the touch of a button. You can receive heat on demand anywhere, on your feet, on your hands, on your chest, depending on what you get with Action Heat Clothing. The clothing is safely engineered to deliver heat through heating panels, which are very similar to those that you see in car seats that are powered by heat. They also are powered by a rechargeable 5-volt lithium-ion battery that can last you up to 12 hours. So if you're out there working in the cold all day long, guess what? Action Heat Clothing has you covered. Literally, they have you covered with heat. And if you're looking for a gift for the holidays for any family or friends, you can keep them warm with Action Heat today. You can even purchase them heated jackets if they're out there working in the construction field. If they have spent a lot of time outside, you can buy them heated socks, heated gloves, heated hats, and even undergarments like long johns. Those are my personal favorites. I have the socks, I have the gloves because my toes always get cold and I like to stay warm, especially in this cold, especially with the knee too. I always know when the weather's going to change be too cold. The screws in my knee always tell me, hey, look, it's going to be a rough day. So Action Heat Clothing keeps me comfortable and it keeps me from really kind of worrying about my knee being over, you know, kind of overzealous with the, the cold and the pressure and everything like that. You stay warm, you stay loose with Action Heat Clothing. And the good thing about it is they're available in both men and women's sizes. So we have a very special offer for listeners of Lockdown Broncos and the Lockdown Podcast Network where you can save 20% off of your order today by just going to actionheat.com slash Locked on, and when you find something that you like at checkout, please use coupon code Locked On to save twenty percent off of your order today. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Ninety-three percent of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a seventy-five dollars sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com/podcast. Just go to Indeed.com/podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com/podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Alrighty, we're diving into our week 15. NFL picks. We talked a little bit about one of the key matchups we're going to be seeing this week in Week 15. Chargers Thursday Night Football on the road at the Chiefs. And, and we kind of talked about this matchup a little bit in depth, so I'm going to give my quick prediction here. I'm going to predict. I, I think that the Chargers will take a little bit of a game, you know, a book out of what the Ravens did defensively and try to utilize that against Patrick Mahomes. Tyreek Hill is going to play in this game. Had a little bit of a heel injury. He should be fine. I'm going to go with the upset. I'm going to go with the Chargers knocking off the Chiefs. And, and this is a key matchup, especially with how close the records are. I'm going with the Chargers. 
I'm actually going to go with the Chargers too. Um, I, I feel like as I, I just feel like in, in this particular game, they really could use Kareem Hunt. And unfortunately, he's just not there. And so over the weeks, I think that, you know, they're going to just it's just going to show that they really do miss his present down there in the Chargers. I, I honestly feel like the Chargers are right there as far as the best team in the AFC. And I think that they might be the best team in the AFC. So I, and with that and with them potentially even being maybe the better team, I'm going Chargers. In our next matchup, we have two Saturday night football games as well on the NFL Network. And this is a crazy one, too, because you have the Texans at the Jets. And in this one, I think the Texans are red hot. They're coming off of a loss that I felt they needed to experience last week to the Colts. Ty, you know, T.Y. Hilton always has a good game against the Texans. It doesn't matter who's there. But the Texans get to go on the road. Now, my question is, can the Texans handle the cold weather that they're going to experience in New York at that time? That's going to be the key for me when I take a look at this matchup. I, I'm going to go with this, though. I, I think they just defensively, Jadavion Clowney, J.J. Watt, they're going to get after Sam Darnold and that Jets offense. They've kind of come back down to earth since that Broncos game a little bit. I think the Texans win this one. Well, the one thing is, is that if it is cold weather, if it is cold weather in December, the one thing that certainly travels is defense. And, you know, the the Texans made a huge emphasis in their defense. First off, getting healthy with J.J. Watt before the season began. Now getting Tyron Matthew. And it's just it's paid dividends because now they have a lot of depth on their back end, a lot of depth in their front seven. They're just a very stout and very solid defense, and it's going to travel. And I mean, if you think back to obviously with the Jets and what type of offense that they have, and with the rookie quarterback, I mean, I, I mean, you and I both know as far as how good Sam Darnold potential is and his future, but. I just feel like, you know, the, you're you're kind of going into a brick wall of a defense with the Houston Texans. So obviously, you know, I'm not sure what the percentage is in this one, but the Texans are definitely the sure bet. And so I got to go Texans. And then we have the Broncos-Browns matchup. I'm not going to give a prediction on this. I don't like predicting which team's going to win when it's the team that we cover. I, I gave my keys to the game. We'll do a pregame show as well for you guys on Friday. You can obviously hear that as well in tomorrow's episode of the Locked On Broncos podcast. But if you want to hear what I kind of gave on the crossover show with Jeff Lloyd, I came out and just said the three keys to the game. If the Broncos are going to win this game, they're going to do this. So go back and listen to that. I'm not going to give really a score prediction on this one or predict who's going to win. I just think is bad karma but we will jump into Sunday's action here with some divisional matchups you have the Packers on the road at Chicago Chicago coming off of a big win over the LA Rams Packers they're, they're kind of that Jekyll and Hyde team. And I think they go as far as Aaron Rodgers goes in. And when you become a one-man circus, you really can't do too much necessarily. It's on the road at Chicago. The Bears defense playing very phenomenal, getting pressure. They got to Jared Goff, who is lighting up the NFL this year. They slowed down one of the highest scoring offenses in the National Football League this year. I think the, pa- you know, the Packers, they don't have enough outside of Aaron Rodgers. I think the Bears have a lot of weapons. Trubisky's back. He's healthy. Tariq Cohen at running back. And their defense is just playing lights out football right now. They're playing very strong defense down there. I think Chicago's got this one. You know, I, I personally feel like Chicago, ever since they've acquired Khalil Mack, I felt that, I mean, I, I really haven't said it publicly, but I felt that they are maybe the most quiet Super Bowl contender 
maybe in the AFC or NFC. Maybe you know you look at Houston maybe in the AFC and then Chicago in the NFC. I mean, those are probably the two maybe not as talked about teams in the NFL. And I think that Chicago, you know, you touched a little bit on it it's a lot somewhat kind of like the Los Angeles Rams where Trubisky doesn't have to do a whole lot, but you know, you go up and down their, their lineup with the offensive side of the ball. I mean, you know, you got Anthony Miller and Allen Robinson and, um, and Tariq Cohen and, and Adam Shaheen who just got called off of the injured reserve. So they have plenty of weapons on that offensive side of the ball and the Packers are reeling. And so, you know, Ultimately, you look at this particular game, it's a tricky game because you do have Aaron Rodgers on the other side of the football. So this game, and you and I were talking about before we aired, this game very well could be a really good game because of Aaron Rodgers. But because the Packers are reeling and they really haven't played the best football of late, you sort of have to tilt your hand to the to the Chicago Bears because, for one, the Chicago Bears have a dynamite defense. It might be the second-best defense in the NFC to the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, absolutely. I know I agree with you. I just, I just don't think in this one, I don't know if the Bears – you know, I don't, actually, I don't know if the Packers have enough to keep up with the Bears. I think the Bears have a very well-balanced offensive attack. Their defense is very aggressive. I just don't know if Aaron Rodgers can withstand that despite, you know, not having all the weapons. I think that's going to be a key for them in this offseason. But for the sake of time, we're going to go a little bit of rapid fire here with some of our picks. We're going to get to the afternoon games in segment number two. So we got a few games we got to get to beforehand there. But we're going to go to you know, Buffalo, where the Bills are taking on the Lions. And this one, the Bills, I, you know, they're looking more competitive week in and week out from the time that they had at the beginning of the year. Josh Allen came in, they were looking more competitive. Josh Allen got hurt, then they went back to not looking as competitive. Josh Allen comes back, they look back, you know, come back to looking decent again. And I think the, the Lions have been playing better than they have been throughout this, you know, course of the season. I have the Lions going on the road and winning this one over the Bills. I think the Bills are close. They still have some defensive pieces they need, but I think the Lions have more right here that I'm going to take in this game. Yeah, I think for the Lions' sake, I mean, they do have the better pieces on the offensive side of the ball. But the one thing um, that, you know, is certainly talked about, it's a quarterback driven league. And I, you know, we certainly, we, we certainly talked about it before the draft pre-draft with Josh Allen. It wasn't pretty. I mean, he, 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 he was just too inconsistent and, and the one thing that kept raising us was, well, when the light turns on, and those are obviously if scenarios. When the light turns on, he's a dynamic quarterback. He's got that strong arm. He's a big body, sort of like a Cam Newton. And you're starting to see the Buffalo Bills really mold that offense like what Sean McDermott wants with Cam Newton's type of offense with Josh Allen. And I think they're really benefiting from that. You know, he's been able to run the ball. He's been able to, you know, sort of throw the ball, but because it is that Cam Newton offense when he started. So they're, I'm sure they're cutting half the field, but. Yeah, it's been absolutely impressive to see Josh Allen play exceptionally well the last handful of weeks. So I would not be shocked if Buffalo pulled it out. I wouldn't necessarily call it an upset, but I would not be shocked. But the Lions clearly, I think at this point, still are the better team. 
And then we're moving on to Baltimore, where the Buccaneers and the Ravens play. Joe Flacco, now the backup. He's healthy. He's the backup now to Lamar Jackson. The Lamar Jackson era is official now down there in Baltimore. You know, the Buccaneers coming off of a tough, tough loss to the Saints. A very gritty, scrappy game. Uh, James Winston's been playing better football. This is going to be a tough matchup for the Buccaneers going on the road. The Ravens playing pretty good defensive football. Big win, um, you know, for them. Just playing defensive football, getting Lamar Jackson going. Uh, I think overall, though, that tough loss against the Chiefs you know I think it could have woken this team up a little bit for the Ravens but the Ravens are at home if it was in Tampa Bay I might pick the Buccaneers but this is in Baltimore I got the Ravens it's probably the way that I was going to go you know if it was at home with Tampa I probably would have leaned a little bit more to the Tampa Bay side of things but you just have to appreciate I, I I think that that's been in particular you know we, we touched a little about it on with Josh Allen that's been the most I think the most impressive aspect about Lamar Jackson the last handful of weeks has been his ability to throw the football diagnose the defense you know have enough touch on a pass um, you know just kind of that accurate passing that you would come to or expect from a a six foot three, maybe electric arm type passer, and, and the fact that he's been able to do that last handful of weeks is definitely a sign of things to come, and it's probably why Joe Flacco is the backup in in this game. So my guess is we probably will not see Joe Flacco in this game. Our best bet is we're probably going to end up seeing maybe. Ryan Fitzpatrick again, because I mean, so I mean, Jameis Winston's played exceptionally well, but as we all know with Jameis Winston, it can easily change as, as, as quick as a hiccup. So, I mean, he can play great. And then here comes Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, but it's just a very interesting season for Tampa Bay. And it's frustrating. It's come to this point with um, uh, with, with Jameis Winston. But like you said, he has been playing better. But, you know, you got to give the hands of the Ravens in this one. So for the sake of time, we're going to go through the rest of our NFL picks coming up here in segment number three. But before we jump into that, I got to tell you guys about DraftKings, which is our other sponsor of today's show. Now with DraftKings, we're at the time of the NFL season where bragging rights and huge cast prizes are up for grabs this weekend and all season long at DraftKings, the leader in one week fantasy sports. How huge are we talking? We're talking over one and a half million dollars in total prizes. So With DraftKings, you have one-week fantasies where you choose when to play. You can draft a new team every week with no season-long commitment. And at DraftKings, you become the general manager. You ever wanted the power to make decisions, choose players? Well, you can now. You just choose your players. You choose to stay under the salary cap, and you see how your team stacks up against the competition with some of the best lineups that you can imagine and you can come up with with your knowledge of the game. Now, no matter what your skill level is, there is always a contest waiting for you at DraftKings. So, if you've thinking about trying one week fantasy football now is the time to play because nothing makes football Sunday more exciting than when you have a DraftKings lineup on the line and you can play for free with your first deposit to compete for your share of over 1.5 million dollars in total prizes so go to DraftKings.com or download the app today use promo code locked on to enter a contest for free this weekend with your first deposit and compete for your share of over $1.5 million in total prizes. Once again, that's code Locked On. only at DraftKings, the game inside the game. There's a minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. TurboTax experts make your moves count. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast. 
And this Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by TurboTax. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts will make sure that they count for you. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? Well, that's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That is a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? That quite literally would be a move. Or maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house. Or you switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or maybe you just rode the stock market to the moon and back. Any of those things that you did or any other moves that you made, TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and every deduction you deserve, filing with 100% accuracy and getting you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax today. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guaranteed details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. All righty, we're going to fire through the rest of our Week 15 NFL picks here. We're just talking about Buccaneers and Ravens in the last one. We got to go to Atlanta where the Falcons are taking on the Cardinals. Both teams kind of not the teams that we expected them to be this season. Um, not a lot of things going the way for the Cardinals. You know, they had that big win with Green Bay. Falcons, they're not the perennial team that we saw last year or two years ago. So they got a lot of issues going on there. Dan Quinn's trying to figure out what's going on. But they're at home. I have the Falcons taking this one. I'm going to go Falcons too. Um, you know, I think the future certainly is bright. We we kind of kind of continue that rookie QB tra- uh, train, but the future is definitely bright for Josh Rosen. But at home against Matty Ice, Falcons. Now we have to go to Cincinnati to take on the the Raiders in the Bengals matchup here. Now this is a you know I looked at the Bengals schedule after that Broncos loss. Um, they lost to the Broncos at home, obviously Cincinnati. I, I looked at the Bengals schedule and I thought this is a team that could lose the rest of the games this season. The Raiders coming off a big win over the Steelers. I'm going to take, you know, as much as I hate to say it, watching film this week, I, I watched film on all 22 team, you know, the all 22 film. I watched it on the Raiders against the Steelers. They do have some good pieces involved for them. Derek Carr playing good football. I think Derek Carr is going to lead Oakland into Cincinnati and I think they're going to come out on top. Well, I mean, you know, it's unfortunate that we've come to that point with Cincinnati because had Andy Dalton been in this game, it probably would have been a little bit of a different story. So I think I'm I'm with you 100%. Oakland, despite it potentially being a rebound year, you know, you, I think Oakland, with it being where they're at in the season and with that huge win, as you said, against Green Bay, Oakland over over Cincinnati. And we have the Titans on the road at the New York Giants. The Giants offense has been getting it going the last couple of weeks. They're a little bit more exciting to watch down there in New York. You've been catching some of their actions. I'm going to take them. You know, the Titans have to travel to New York. Another, you know, another game where they have to play, possibly in the cold of New York during this time of the year. I think in this game, the Giants won't abandon the run. They'll find a way. Can the Giants though slow down Derrick Henry? That's going to be a big question. I got the Giants winning the home game here. I'm going to go with Tennessee. I'm going to take the shocker, and I'm going to go a little bit with uh, with Tennessee. I think that quietly, I think uh, Marcus Murray has been playing a little bit better. Uh, Matt LaFleur seems to be doing okay. I mean, he's slow but gradual, making himself a, a head coach candidate again. Um, but I think ultimately the Tennessee Titans I, right now, I think they do have maybe slightly a better offense. 
than the New York Giants, but I think this is going to be a pretty close matchup, and I think that the Tennessee Titans come now out on the top. Dolphins on the road at the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings coming off of a terrible, terrible defeat to the Seahawks on Monday Night Football. Dolphins riding high on the momentum of beating Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. I'm gonna have you know I'm gonna take a little bit of a shocker. It's not much of a surprise to some people with how the Vikings have been playing lately and kind of all year, but the Dolphins, I got them in this one. I'm actually going to go a little bit with a shocker in this one because I, I sometimes I feel like the the games where you you have a a, a come from behind win or of dramatic fashion like the Miami Dolphins did against the New England Patriots, you can sometimes come in with a little bit of a lull or a high, and especially coming into this particular game where the Minnesota Vikings this is their first game without Joe DiFilippo as their offensive coordinator. And we've seen firsthand when they when when an offensive coordinator was fired, it's just everything was unfolded. They just it was like a like a street ball event. I mean just they got everybody involved on the offensive side. And so I, I think from this standpoint, I'm going to go with the Minnesota Vikings. And we have the Redskins at the Jaguars, and we got to run through here for the sake of time here. The Redskins, Jaguars. Redskins on the road here. They're struggling. Jaguars defensively, I think, have enough pieces, despite the fact the Redskins have no offensive options. I got the Jaguars at home. Yeah, you know, we, we say it every single week. The Jacksonville Jaguars are one of the most disappointing teams of the NFL season. And I think from this standpoint, even with the change of quarterback in Washington, I'm going to go with the Washington Redskins in this one. All right, that's an interesting one. Cowboys, Colts, down there at Indianapolis, the Colts, offense getting things going here. Uh, Cowboys still having some fun, winning some games here. This is going to be an interesting matchup. I think Andrew Luck rises to the test. I think he dethrones Dak Prescott here. Colts win this one. I think Andrew Luck is going to sort of shut up uh, Skip Bayless. Oh, I mean, that's not really saying a lot because you can't really shut up Skip Bayless. But And as you guys know, Skip Bayless said during the week that he would take Dak Prescott over Andrew Luck. And I don't understand it, but obviously Andrew Luck, as we all know, is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. The Cowboys defense is better than a lot of people think. Um, you know, with the linebacker play, young linebacker play of Jalen Smith and Leighton Vanderesh, almost parale- uh, paralleling, you know, Luke Keekley and Thomas Davis in, in some ways with the Carolina Panthers. Their their defense is vastly underappreciated. So I think that it'll be – I think it'll be a surprising defensive battle, but the better QB comes out on top at home, Indianapolis. And then we have Seahawks at Niners. Niners riding off of a big win over the Denver Broncos. Seahawks coming off of a big win on Monday Night Football over the Vikings. I think the Seahawks defensively have a lot of tools, and I, these two teams, did, you know, they just got done playing each other not too just a couple weeks ago. So now they got to play each other once again. And and for the 49ers, they want to respond from that. They want to come back and, and try to have it going. Nick Mullins had a big day. This going to be a game where I think the Seahawks turn the page a little bit, have a different story. I think the Seahawks win this one. And then we go to our late afternoon game with the Patriots and the Steelers. This is a key matchup that we're kind of looking forward to seeing because the Steelers on that slump, you know, they get a home game against the Patriots who were coming off of that tough loss to the Miami Dolphins. I think they're a little bit angry here. I'm going with the Patriots, though, on the road, taking out the Steelers. It's a tough you know, schedule for the Steelers at this point. I got the Patriots in this one 
And then our Sunday night football game, we have the Eagles and the Rams. This is an interesting one. Carson Wentz out possibly for the rest of the season due to a back injury. Still waiting more on that. You can check out Locked On Eagles for that. Rams hungry after that loss on Sunday night football to the Chicago Bears. They're home against the Eagles in this one. I've got the Rams as well. So Cam, our last two picks are primetime games, Sunday night football and our Saints-Panthers Monday night football game. I'm taking the Saints on the road at the Panthers. Panthers hit their five-game losing streak here. I think the Saints just have a lot of stuff going on and really the Saints at this point have a chance to take over that number one seed in the NFC. What are your two picks for these two games? Uh, real quick, I, I have the Seahawks over the 49ers, the Patriots over the Steelers. The Steelers are 3-11 and against the Patriots since 2001, including the playoffs. I'm going to go with the Rams over the Eagles and the New Orleans Saints. I'm going to go with over the Carolina Panthers. I mean, we, we touched a little bit on it. They lost four straight by seven points or fewer, obviously tight games. But New Orleans, I, I think that that Dallas game woke them up. And I think that it's back to reality, back in a key divisional matchup. And I think New Orleans wins. There you have it. There's our Week 15 NFL picks. And we'll have you covered tomorrow with a pregame show for the Broncos-Browns. Kickoff, 6.20 p.m. Mountain Time at Broncos Stadium at Mile High. Head on out there. Tailgate. Do all the fun stuff. Baker Mayfield comes to town. Broncos defense has a tough task at hand. And the Broncos look to rebound. We have you covered with all the post-game action as well, following the Broncos and the Browns game, immediately following the end of the whistle on Saturday's contest. I'm your host, Cody Rourke, speaking for my co-host, Cameron Parker. We will see you tomorrow for another episode of the show. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.